All right, you're on with WN Prepared. It's still not as good as I wanted it to be. <laughs> I was trying to go with like W. Right. Yeah, it didn't. Because it's like W. W-N-P-R-E-P-A-R-E-D. Yep, that's, that's our call sign. <laughs> Caller, you're on the line. Do all radio stations start with W? No. Some start with K. But it's... There's none that start with, like, L. No. They what? start with W or K. Why is it all W or K? Uh, I don't know why, but it has to do with where they're located. Is W for West and K is for Keist? Yep. You got it. <laughs> That's exactly how they decided what to name them. <laughs> I like the idea of someone growing up and being completely normal in every possible way, except any time their parents had to say the word East, they said Keist, and so <laughs> they just think... That's just how you say the word. And every time they hear someone say East, they think they just like kind of mishear someone yeah. pronouncing Keist. Yeah, someone said Keist wrong. Right. Or like they just heard it a little yeah, wrong. Yeah, that happens. Like they just, the key was, the K was a little... Yeah, sometimes little, it gets swallowed in the back of your throat. Right. So. Keist. Yeah, north, south, east, and west. Yeah. That almost sounded normal, right? Like, yeah, you can pull it off. <laughs> this has been child experiments with Jesse. It's like um it's like when you work customer service and you answer the phone, like picking up the phone and saying something like a little uh ridiculous. I don't that know the, that I ever did that. No, it like it's a similar idea where you like I can't think of an example now. Thank you for calling unprepared. This is Kevin. How can I squelch you today? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> How can I belp you? Yeah. <laughs> and the customer's like, well, that didn't sound right, but I'm just going to keep just going go with it. it. Just yeah. go with it. Um, I like uh, I like the idea of doing cruel things like that to children. <laughs> there's a um, series, I think there's two or three of them now, like cartoon books called Lies to Tell Your Children. Mm. Uh, and it's, it's funny because there are things you should lie to your children about because it's funny. Yeah. And like Keist would be like right in there. Yeah. It's north, south, east, and west. Yeah, if I have kids, I'm going to do a couple things like that. Yeah, because like everyone has those things, right? Where you, like you, you're like 15, and you discover this like fundamental fact about that the you world just that misunderstood like forever. Everyone else knew, and yeah. you didn't. Or like a uh, misheard song lyrics. Yeah. your whole life is a big one. Um, Reverend Blue Jeans. <laughs> what's that? Reverend Blue Jeans. It's a mm. like Forever in Blue Jeans. Yes, but uh, it's Reverend Blue Jeans. Yeah. That was not mine. I saw that on a TV show once, but I thought it was funny. Yeah. Like, I, I remember having, like, moments like that, and it's uh, traumatic and hilarious. Yeah, your whole world shifts. And all your friends make fun of you. Some people uh, think it's actually because you were right the whole time, but you've stepped into a parallel universe where that was not the case. Yeah, you hopped universes somehow. Yeah, and that's the uh, the Mandela effect. Is that the same thing as the... Um, the Berenstein Bears? Yeah, Berenstein versus Berenstain. Yeah. See... When I first heard about that, I got confused because it what what is it actually? It's E I N Berenstain A I N. It, it is A I N. Okay, yeah. so that was confusing because I thought it was E I N. Sure, but what I act what shook me more than that was I thought it was B E R N, not B E R E N. <laughs> like I always pronounce I always pronounce it in my head or remembered Bernstein. it as Bernstein. Bernstein. Not the Berenstein. Not Berenstein. Yeah, or Stain. Berenstein. Or, yeah, apparently it's Berenstein. Yeah. 
So I'm hopped two different universes yeah, or something. You've double universe hopped. Yeah, I don't know. Or whatever it is their explanation is. The actual explanation is we remember things wrong all the time and that's fine. And and when someone tells you unprompted that they remembered something one way, yeah. you're likely to go, yeah, I remember it that way too. Yeah, memory is super fallible. Because you're super influenced by someone else's yeah. like memory authority. Um, the other really fun one is uh, the movie with, is it the movie with Shazam. Shaq that doesn't exist? Yeah, well, so it's a, it, the, there's a movie with Shaq that exists called Kazam. Yes. Everyone thinks there's a movie starring... Uh, uh, the other guy who looks like Shaq. He doesn't even look like the, Sinbad. <laughs> yes. He also has a one word name. Sinbad called Shazam. <laughs> right. Where Shazam is a genie played by Sinbad. Right. But it's, and there's like people who legitimately think there's like government mind control conspiracy theories yeah. because of this, but it's just collective failed memory. Yeah, it's you forgot which black guy it was. <laughs> That happens all the time. Yeah, he, they, he looks just like Shaq. <laughs> like, it's just memory is fallible. And if someone tells you a thing, you go, yeah, that's probably what it is. Yep. Uh, yeah, and the, the name, the Mandela Effect, comes from uh, the first like known instance of this before the Berenstein Bears, before Shazam, was people remembering Nelson Mandela's funeral in the 90s. Okay. Nelson Mandela did not die in the 90s. Yeah, he didn't die all that long ago, did no, he? No, he died very recently. Yeah. And when he died very recently, a lot of people were very surprised because they remembered him dying in the 80s or the 90s. He just... What did he do in the 80s and 90s? He did all his famous stuff, right? Well, I mean, like, went to prison. Right. Destroyed apartheid, became president of <laughs> South America. Became one of the greatest human beings of yeah. all time. He did that sort of stuff. <laughs> Uh, he did not die, though. Was there any... Did he do anything that could have felt similar to a funeral that he was involved I, in? Maybe a parade? Right. Like, he could... He was, I'm sure he was in a parade at some point. Imagine being Nelson Mandela and never being in a parade. <laughs> what a failed life. <laughs> I mean, he was he was what bound a, to be in a parade. What a waste of a life that never would be... Never having been in a parade. To have never been in a parade. I don't give a shit about all that other stuff he did. <laughs> If I was Nelson Mandela, I'd be on my deathbed. Oh, man, I wish I'd been in more parades. Wishing to have been in a parade. I'm sure he's fine. Thinking it was all for naught. Yeah. I mean, he's not fine. He's dead. But I'm sure he doesn't mind that he was <laughs> not in as many parades as Jesse wanted him to be. If I was Nelson Mandela, I would demand to have a parade every day. Uh, probably why you're not Nelson, Nelson Mandela. <laughs> Just going to take a guess. Like one of the many reasons you are not Nelson Mandela, hmm. but that's one of them. Yeah. Primary, like number one, I, I don't live in South Africa. Yeah. Number two, I want too many parades. Yeah. And there's like a couple. And there's other. a few after yeah. that. But yeah. Two is definitely the parade thing. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to tell me something before we sat down and mm -hmm. just random... And now we're talking about parades. Yeah. Um, so I remember uh, a couple of days ago telling you that I uh, had a, oh God, no uh, experience where I started playing cookie clicker. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you texted me and I believe it was like, I've started playing cookie clicker. Is this dot, dot, dot fun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, and I, I surprised myself uh, by enjoying it. Yeah. Um, someone, one of my coworkers was... Uh, showing me some other like idle game that they were playing on mm -hmm. their phone. And I was like, oh yeah, I remember talking about all these with Kevin a long time ago and he told me about Cookie Clicker. So yeah. I 
opened it, it up on my yeah. on my work computer. <laughs> Best place to play cookie clickers yep. on your work computer. And I started playing it, and I was like, "Yeah, I can get a lot of cookies." And I was like, "I can get cookies faster." Yeah, I can keep can get getting more them cookies. faster and make it was, number go up. It was enticing. Yeah. Uh, so I played a little bit. This was um. This was Tuesday morning. Okay. And then I, I worked j- Tuesday morning, and then I came back Tuesday night for the overnight yeah. that we worked, and uh, monitored my cookie status throughout sure. the overnight a little bit, made yeah. sure I Checking was in a good place. Checking on your cookies, make sure I, you're making lots of cookies. Yeah, made sure I was in a good place when I left in the m- late at night yeah. or early in the morning, and then I didn't go back to work until the... I had the next day off, so, so I went Wednesday back to work the following yeah. morning. Yeah. On Thursday morning, I went in, and I was like, oh... Got a couple billion cookies. Yep. Cool. And I closed the tab. <laughs> <laughs> it's a smart move. Um, except, uh, you know, when God closes a window, he opens a door. Yeah. Uh, so I closed the cookie clicker tab and I downloaded Adventure Capitalist onto my phone. Oh, man. And uh, I love that ad cap. Who boy. It's, <laughs> uh, it's got me good. So that's what I was doing as as you came in and yeah. sat down. I had just uh, reset <laughs> to get myself some more angel investors, yeah, and was setting myself up to. I'm real proud of you. Yeah, uh, and I, I do want to take this moment to say I was right. You were. It's fun. <laughs> I had I had a moment of weakness, or maybe it was a moment of strength, this morning when I woke up, and like I was doing my like morning phone things, yeah. like you know check Instagram, check Twitter, etc. And I was like, oh, I should check Adventure Capitalist and. And do the thing. Do my upgrades. Push and the button. Yeah, yeah. Push my my money button. And I was like, mm, do I need to do that? Like I, I had like the clear thought. <laughs> I had the clarity of mind. I was like, I could spend five minutes doing that, or I could not, and it would literally have the same effect. Yes. Right. Like nothing. It's affecting nothing in my life either way. Yeah. So I could just not do it, and I was like. Yeah, but there's bigger numbers out there, <laughs> and I can get to those bigger numbers. Get bigger number. Get bigger numbers. Number go up. So I am. Uh, I am currently moderately invested in adventure capitalist. That's great. The thing that I enjoy about it, uh, which is different from, um, I'll pick a recent game addiction of mine uh, from like last year was Crossy Road. Sure. Where I was obsessively playing Crossy Road. Yeah. To, uh, I want. I needed to beat a thousand in Crossroads. I recall Road. this. Um, and that one feels more like objectively, like a like. There's more of an objective achievement, mm-hmm. right? Like I feel like I'm actually doing something skill based. Yeah. Uh, and this is cool because I don't actually feel mentally invested at all. Like I still want to keep doing it, sure, but I don't have the like need to do it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, so it doesn't feel you can as quit anytime you want. <laughs> no, <laughs> like there is there is like an addiction, yeah. to it, yeah, right. Where I'm like, ooh, like I should check, I should check this, I should check it, I should check it. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel so. I don't spend as much time in it, yeah, and I don't feel bad about spending time in it the way I did for like Crossy Road, Crossy Road, because I would sit there for hours, yeah, and practice Crossy Road. That's a lot of Crossy Road. Yeah, I played a lot. Yeah. I got the best score that day. Yeah. In the world. It's a thousand. It's a lot. It was a thousand, twelve hundred something. That's really good. But, but also like, like I said, like there's an objective achievement, but like, is there? No. Like, is that anything? No. To have a good crossy road high score? 
Probably not. Like I've played a lot of iOS games where I've gotten like like daily high scores. Sure. Where I've never been good enough to get like all time all time or yeah. or anything. Because most of those are bots. Yeah. Uh but I've become quite good at several games and mm-hmm. it's amounted to nothing. So yeah. I guess everything in life is meaningless. Yep. Welcome to Couch Talk. <laughs> How's your beer? Uh, it's good. It's strong. Uh, it, I would one could go so far as to say heavy. Mm. Uh, but no, it's it's a Scotch ale. Um, it's a nice reddish amber color. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was holding this up and I saw the blue light from the microphone on my arm. Mm. And I thought it was like the sunlight coming in. And I'm like, it's doing a really weird thing with this light. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just the the light on the microphone. Mm. Uh, but it's nice. Uh, I like I like beer. And Jesse's not drinking beer tonight, mm-hmm. folks at home. Uh, so I bought an extra fancy beer. It was like $6. Ooh. Yeah. For uh, what do you call those largish bottles? Uh, I call them largish bottles. Cool. Uh, the tw- it's like 22 ounces. It's not a growler because growlers are bigger. Why are they called growlers? Why are that? Why is that like a thing people are into is like carrying around growlers? I, I don't know. That's a lot of beer. It's a lot of beer. You don't drink it all at once. You sure? No, I'm not sure. I don't drink it all at once. I have not had that much alcohol at once since college (laughs) when I played Edward Forty Hands. Like that's. (laughs) Is a growler like 80 ounces? Is it 240? I think it's like 64. Mm. It's like half gallon. That's a lot of alcohol. (laughs) It is. That's a lot of alcohol. But like lots of places you can like bring your growler somewhere and they'll fill it for you. Yeah. I don't know. That just seems strange. It is a little weird. Yeah. But you've got a largest bottle. Yeah, it's 22 ounces of uh, Real Ale's Heavy Ale. I think is what it's called. Real Ale is the, the brewery. Yeah. The label says Real Heavy. Real Heavy. Maybe yeah. that's what it's called. Um, and it's a it's a Scotch Ale, which I generally like. Mm. Uh, I think they have a nice bold flavor without being as heavy as something like a stout or as bitter as all the freaking IPAs mm. out there. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Calm down, IPAs. Yeah. You're not impressing anybody. I'm enjoying a uh, Irish breakfast. Oh. So we got the Scotch and the Irish here at the table. Mm-hmm. Should we, like, insult each other and I fight or something? I don't have enough cultural context for that. Mm. So, sure. Are you Irish or Scotch? Not that I know of. Mm. Uh, I have an uncle who is um, Scotch by preference. He decided he was Scottish. It, is it? Is he actually possibly Scottish? Sure. Yeah, it's possible. Huh. Is it like all we know is you're vaguely British Isles? No, it's it's all we know is one day he decided he wanted to be Scottish. Or it seemed it felt like one day he decided to become Scottish. Because he identifies as Scottish. He was not into like Scotland things, and then he was into Scotland things. And he may have discovered he was Scottish, but uh, he, he's he got kilts. He's big into pack, bagpipes. He certainly likes scotch, which you don't have to be Scottish to enjoy. Many people enjoy scotch. Yeah. Um, he likes to recite scotch poetry. Does he herd sheep? He does not herd sheep. Okay. Um, although his uh, his wife, my aunt, claimed that he had a Scottish accent that was better than many Scottish people's. 
I would let a Scottish person decide that. Well, I would I would say by very definition, the way a Scottish person sounds is is a Scottish is accent. the most Scottish <laughs> accent. Any deviation from that is less <laughs> Scottish. Could sound like anything, and it's a Scottish accent because it's Scottish. Yeah, I'm fascinated by this, and I would I do not want to too closely equate your uncle, who I'm sure is a very nice person, with uh with this person who popped into my head, but this is what popped into my head. Okay. Uh, Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is not that bad who is a, for a lot of reasons. It doesn't seem to be quite as problematic. No. Because your uncle is a white person yes. who is just choosing a particularly, like, particular location mm-hmm. to white culture. Yeah. To be, and he's not a blood relation, so I don't know if he actually is or not. Mm. But it... It often feels like a put on, right? Like it very much feels like he is. He is. If he is Scottish, he is intentionally dialing it up. Yeah. Hmm. It's really weird when people get super into like ethnic identity that's mm-hmm. not their own. Mm-hmm. Um, Scottish people do that, and not like non-Scottish people can get into Scottish things. Yeah. Like there's people who were very enthusiastic about kilts. I mean. To be fair, I would kind of like a kilt. Mm, yeah. Like, and I would, the reason I'd like a kilt is that I'd like to wear like skirts and that's the closest I can get mm. without being ridiculed. Not that I wouldn't mind wearing a skirt and being ridiculed. Yeah. If you're going to wear a skirt, you can go, you can just like wear a skirt and say, I don't care. Yeah. Or you could acceptably like wear, acceptably isn't the right it's word. It's a strong word. Yeah. But like you could wear a kilt and people would understand what yeah, they, that is. They would go, oh He's a guy that wears kilts. Right. Not like, why is that man wearing a skirt? It's, yeah. That man is wearing a kilt. It's weird. That's a thing but I, I know. get it. Yeah. Or you could go full like um, streetwear culture and wear like, there's like skirts and stuff that you can wear as part of like, like hip hop streetwear culture. Oh, I didn't know um, that. Like people who are into very expensive basketball sneakers yeah. are also into very extravagant kinds of streetwear fashion and okay. that can involve skirts as well. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, like Kanye West wears skirts sometimes. Oh. But they're made of like leather with many layers and they cost $50,000. Yeah, I don't have $50,000 on a skirt. I was hoping to spend like 20 bucks. Yeah. Um. Does your uncle do that thing where you throw logs? He does not do that thing where you throw logs. All right. He's not really Scottish then. It's called a caber toss. Mm, nice. <laughs> I'm glad you knew that. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want to let him down by not knowing that. Are you, are you Irish at all? Not that I know of. Okay. Do you know what your like ethnic no, origins are? I don't. You're a white person. I'm a white person, which means I don't have to. Mm, yeah. Uh, I can get away with just going, eh. <laughs> um, often I find that uh, too much... Um, Ethnic heritage pride when you're a white person comes across as creepy. I can see that. It's yeah. often associated with at least minor white supremacy. Like ethno-nationalism. And- yeah. Like being being really into being German is <laughs> always a little bit of a red flag. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm... My father's uh, Portuguese. Yes. Um, which, if you live... 
I don't know about if you live in Portugal, but if you live in uh, southeast Massachusetts, is not really considered white. They're very much into them being which, their which own thing. Which is interesting because, like, I think in Portugal it is much closer to a white. Yeah. Like, it, it's Europe. It's Right. Um, and it's, then yeah, uh, my mother is just... Uh, Western European. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm in the I'm in the same boat. With but there is the specific knowledge that someone in the family was Scottish. Yeah. So we should trade. I should drink your Scottish beer. I feel like you're appropriating my culture by, by drinking, drinking a beer made my in Austin beverage, and I'm appropriating some Irish person's culture by drinking their breakfast tea. Yeah. I was gonna say, is it almost breakfast time in Ireland? No, it's the middle of the night. Closer to breakfast than it is. For us. Yeah, by six hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to make a... Ooh, I should market a line of teas mm-hmm. for millennials Yeah, uh, called Irish brunch and English brunch teas instead of breakfast. That, that's a thing you could do. Yeah. I had brunch yesterday. Really? Yeah. Um, was it brunchy? Were there mimosas? It was all right. Uh, I did have two mimosas. <laughs> Nice. So you know it was brunch. Was this, uh, did you go somewhere for brunch? Yeah, we went to uh, Trudy's. Did you get an avocado toast? I did not give an av- to get an avocado toast because I want to buy a house someday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I can't have both. Nope, you definitely can't. Can't put avocado on toast if you want to ever be a homeowner. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I really want to be a homeowner. Hashtag also, millennials. <laughs> I also don't really like avocados. So. Oh, really? It's not my fave. Wow, you're a bad millennial. Right? Jeez. Uh, yeah, no, uh, so Amy graduated on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Yay, very exciting. It was a wonderful uh, picture of her looking very happy. Yeah. In her incredible outfit. Yeah. Uh, and my sister also graduated on Saturday, so she she got her MDiv. Uh, so she now has a master's in divinity. And uh, one of the things you have to do when you finish grad school, particularly a PhD, is take all of your books back to the library. Uh, you've hmm. seen our apartment. It has roughly... A million books. <laughs> well, it has roughly 40% less than that now. Wow. Because many of those were library books. Really? Yeah. Well, I'd say 30% were library books. Are they like long-term loan? Yeah. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. I think when you're a PhD, they're like, fine. Just, <laughs> right. Just, just keep it. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to make you like renew a, a, Every three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we had... A hundred plus books um, that needed to go back to the library. And as you know, Amy does not uh, lift very much right now. She's, oh, she's right. limited to 10 pounds. Yep. Uh, and so we <laughs> contacted... One book at a time. Yeah, one book at a time. So we contacted some of her colleagues um, to have what we called a library party. <laughs> that sounds so fun. Yeah. So basically, it was, it was three or four of her colleagues all came to our apartment. We loaded up our cars with the books, drove down to the UT campus, put them all in the library drop. <laughs> <laughs> like in the book drop on a Sunday morning, uh, which is kind of fun because, you know, someone's going to come in there Monday morning like, oh, guess somebody graduated. <laughs> but like, isn't it like it's that time of year for them? Yes. Right? They, the library must be inundated with returns. I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, so we went and dropped all of those off. And then we went and had brunch at Trudy's. Uh, I don't not Trudy's North Star because that's the one up near here. Uh, but like Trudy's Texas Star, I think, is the one. There's like mm-hmm. four or five different Trudy's. Okay. Um, we had brunch and it was good. Although... My dish came out like very incorrect. Really? <laughs> yeah, and I was a little, I was a little peeved about that. Hmm. I was like, I don't know if I want migas or breakfast tacos. And then I saw, oh, they've got a breakfast taco that's got migas and chorizo and stuff on it. And I'm like, mm. oh, that's really cool. Yeah. And they brought it out, and it was two 
flour tortillas with like a scoop of migas on each. And that was the entire like dish. No chorizo? No chorizo. I asked and they brought me some chorizo. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh yeah, it should have chorizo on it. And they brought me a little like cup that I spooned onto it. But I was like, I was really underwhelmed by the, by the breakfast taco situation there. I wouldn't want to eat that. It was, I ate it because I was hungry. Right. Um, And I had a couple of mimosas because those were good. Hmm. But it was very like, I'm disappointed. Like their migas is really good. I like their migas. Yeah. But like when you order migas, you get like a side of beans and you get some hash browns and you get two tortillas, you get like three tortillas in a, in a tortilla holder. Right. Like I could make a tortillas taco or a migas taco with a migas order right. plus like beans and hash browns and stuff. Hmm. So I was very disappointed with that, uh, that particular order. I was like, oh, okay. And you're not the kind of person who's going to. No, I'm not going to make a thing out of it. Because uh, minus the chorizo, it's what I ordered. Yeah, true. You know, the menu wasn't de- deceptive. It was just lackluster. Do you think that's not what the order was supposed to be? And maybe the person in the kitchen just like didn't know what it was and just Maybe. I don't know. I was I was disappointed. Yeah. But next time, I'm just going to get the Migas. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is fine. I'll just get the Migas. If I want them in a taco-shaped container, I will take the tortillas they give me mm-hmm. and put migas in it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I did have brunch, so I'm a hashtag millennial. Yeah, you are. I haven't had brunch in... I don't know if I've ever had brunch. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I've ever gone to a restaurant... For brunch? Like, before noon, Yeah. not for breakfast. Yeah. Brunch is fun. I really like Trudy's because they also have really good brunch drink specials. Mm-hmm. So like my mimosas were two fifty. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, and if you go to Trudy's North Star, which is up here uh, on Burnet, mm-hmm. uh, a little bit north of here, they have a brunch buffet, and that's pretty killer. It's like thirteen bucks, mm. and they got they have migas, so you can get all the migas you want. They've got you know a bunch of other dishes. They'll often have their creme brulee French toast, which is. Cake. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow, I haven't had French toast in a long time. That sounds really good. Yeah. I might make some French toast soon. We should go to brunch. We should go to brunch. Yeah. We can't right now because it's, you know, six o'clock in the evening. Right. But in general, we should go to brunch. Are there restaurants that serve brunch all day? I don't think it's brunch if you serve it all day. (laughs) Like all day breakfast is one thing. All day brunch? I don't think that makes any sense. But br- brunch is just breakfast food served past it's, it's noon. A, it's a mix. It's both. It's breakfast and lunch. You get both things. I guess I don't understand why there has to be the word. And like, I, I, the word doesn't bother me. <laughs> I just don't understand why it exists. Like, if you want to go to a restaurant and it's around lunchtime and you want a sandwich and you order a sandwich. Uh-huh. You're having lunch, or if you want breakfast tacos and it's noon, you just call it eating breakfast tacos for lunch. <laughs> yes, as we shorten that to brunch. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the trick is the alcohol. Right. There's a so you need the word for the excuse to be drinking alcohol at that time. Yeah, because you can't drink alcohol for breakfast. No, but you can for brunch. Right. Breakfast, you got a problem. Brunch is great. But even if brunch is at 9 a.m., yeah, you can drink alcohol because you're calling it brunch, not breakfast. Yeah. 
brunch also has an event status to it. Like you do brunch, you have brunch, you go to brunch. It's a unique or it's a it's an atypical experience. You breakfast every day. Can you get brunch by yourself? Uh, you can, but you shouldn't. There you go. Now it makes sense. Yeah. Like you can go you go go get breakfast by yourself. Yeah. All the time. Like that's yeah. not a big deal at all. Nobody cares. But brunch by yourself. <laughs> Imagine. Um, I have to I have to go find a one of my very favorite tweets about brunch. So just keep uh-huh. talking. Um. I'm imagining like walking into a, a, I've never been, but like a place like Trudy's where like people go for on weekends, it's packed with hashtag millennials getting their avocado toasts in groups for brunch and like one person walking mm-hmm. in on the road and be like, yeah, table for one. And then like ordering a couple of mimosas and yeah, French toast. And so there is actually, um, an episode of, uh, a show you have not seen, How I Met Your Mother, uh-huh. where that is a bit of a plot point. Yeah, someone gets brunch somebody by goes themselves. to brunch by themselves. Sounds very sad. Um, and he goes. This is like one for brunch, and like one couple. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> you can't just go to brunch by yourself. Um. So there's there's an account called. Not a wolf, which is mm. one of my favorite Twitter accounts, which is just a normal human. Definitely not a not wolf. A wolf. It's, it's yeah, at sick of wolves. Yep, they want to be clear. They're not. A uh, wolf. This is not the one I wanted to bring up, but I still like it. I'm going <laughs> to search for the other one. Uh, ah, wonderful! The brunch menu. Excuse me, do you happen to have thirteen fo- serve fourteen pounds of raw and bleeding meat? Oh, sorry, I meant avocado toast. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to try and find the other one, which is also about brunch. Is that recent considering the the recent avocado toast? No, that one's been around for a while. He did retweet it. Mm. Avocado toast is really hitting the zeitgeist lately. Yeah. Well, it says millennials. Yeah, I know. Why don't um, they buy more houses? I don't know. Yeah, this is my favorite. Brunch is wonderful. I get to share a meal with three of my best friends and a stranger one of them slept with and someone I secretly hate. <laughs> That's that's brunch. See, okay, now I feel like now that I understand brunch as an a word for an excuse to drink alcohol and an activity that is inherently group yeah, focused. I've never done that. Yeah. I'm, I've never gotten brunch. You should go to brunch. We should go to brunch, you and me. We'll go get some brunch. But like that sounds terrible. Well, that particular version like, of it, yes. Like me and you, me and you could get brunch, right? Yeah. Like that's that would be great. But I, I've been in similar kinds of experiences where it's like so we're going out to eat, not not necessarily for brunch, and it's kind of that mix and match group of yeah loosely collected people. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? Like you, you're sitting there at the table <laughs> eating your food, and you look up and you're like, why am I eating food with this with this particular group of people? Right? Like, who is that? <laughs> There's a lot of, um, maybe people call it brunch now, uh, but the, because it was a church related thing, it was, there was never alcohol involved usually, but there was a lot of like post church lunches. Oh yeah. Those are, those like are that. very, yeah. Right. Like a group of people go out and get lunch after church or yeah. something. And it's like, who wait, yeah. three huh? people I love, mm-hmm. someone, one of them slept with yep. <laughs> and you, someone usually I not that. Well, church. yeah. At least you wouldn't know about it. Yeah. Keep that a secret. No one, no one does sex at church. I mean, you should, you should probably not do sex at church. 
That would be respectful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, you do you, but be careful. <laughs> yes, be very careful. Don't upset God too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's watching no matter what. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but his vision is uh, blurry if you're not inside a church. Oh. It's very clear and crisp, okay. full resolution when you're... Yeah, you, you can double see you. Yes, double C. <laughs> Oh man, um, yeah, we should brunch. We should brunch. I'll take you to Trudy's North Star. It's is, good. Is Trudy's like your go-to brunch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are other uh, brunch places people enjoy in Austin? I don't know. I go to Trudy's. <laughs> like, and I, I don't say that like to be dismissive, but like that's just, just where place. I go. Uh, there's a place. Um, what's it called? There's a famous place where people go to get breakfast and, and brunch. I feel like there's a couple locations around Austin. Probably. I've been there for breakfast before. Maybe I was there for brunch. I don't know. I just thought I was there for breakfast. If you weren't drinking, it wasn't brunch. I wasn't drinking. Um, it's called... I forget. Cool. But there's there, it has a name. Yeah. Um, the other morning food experience I haven't had in Austin is... Uh, Franklin's? Franklin's. Yeah. Franklin's is great. Seems great. I don't know that I'm ever going to do it again. You did it once and... I've done it three or four times now. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's just so much work. (laughs) Just hours in line. Yeah. It's probably expensive too, right? It's reasonably priced for barbecue. Yeah? It's not like... I would say like Rudy's is cheaper. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But... It's not terribly priced. Yeah, but you wait for hours. Yeah. And then you get some good barbecue and... Then you go about your day. Yeah. Yeah. Does, is that considered a brunch? Uh, do you go to Franklin's for brunch? I wouldn't go to Franklin's for brunch. But like, will you... Do they serve brunchy alcohol and... They serve meat. But then that's it. They have beer. Of course they do. You can buy beer. Can you get a growler? I don't think you can get a growler. I think you can buy like cans of Scheinerbach. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, no, that's... I would, I would not go to Franklin's for brunch. Although I'm sure... So brunch or Franklin's can fit the same brunch mold, which is a group of people I kind of know get together to go eat food together. But the hanging out is standing in line together, not yeah. sitting down and consuming together. Yeah. I mean, you do that also, but you do that quickly. <laughs> right. You're not hanging out at the table for a couple hours, like enjoying each other's company, ordering another mimosa, yeah. like you eat and then you leave. Yeah. Yeah. The hanging out happens beforehand. <laughs> feel like i feel like i should do it like yeah, it feels probably. like i like i live in austin so like it would be wrong if i didn't yeah like it's a necessary experience but also i've lived here almost two years and i haven't done it yet and like i'm fine you are you will you will actually not die if you don't go to franklin's like i'm not gonna get like rounded up by the police and taken to and franklin's like if if i go like five years without eating yeah. franklin's they won't like round Next me time up you get and, pulled over they look at your license it's like oh mm. hadn't been to franklin's <laughs> Arrest that man. There's a famous Tumblr post where um, a couple <clears throat> American users uh, convinced some non-American users that it's against the law to go more than a week without eating McDonald's. <laughs> and, then, and, it, and it becomes like that, like this yeah. like, like big brother authoritarian state. Like yeah. you're tracked and there's a counter and like mm-hmm. police will stop you and force you to eat a Eat a Big Mac. Eat a Big Mac once a week. French fries. Yeah, and the European or whatever non-American users are like, wait, oh my God, you can't be serious. But like, it's it's almost like 
just believable enough. Yeah, it's not it's right on the edge. It's not so ridiculous for someone who's never been in America yeah. to have that opinion of America. Yeah. I mean, I can't go a week without a Big Mac. I will die. Well, yeah. But that's just because you had that accident. <laughs> um, after our previous recording, mm-hmm. I uh, went to... Taco Bell? Freebirds. Freebirds. It's not um, Taco Bell, but way better. I placed an order online Yeah, to pick it up when I got there. Yeah, I've done that. But I didn't see the option for the... Um, the quesarito it's not a real option you have to just oh like, you just have to custom yeah. ask for it okay so i i didn't do that i just ordered yeah. a regular burrito and yeah, no, you have to like be in the know okay is it's it not like a, it's not a menu item is it like a secret menu item where like it's as you, close as they have to a secret like menu if you item. say i want a quesarito like they'll know what you're talking about yeah. okay yeah it's not like you describe this monstrosity and they're like <laughs> Are you I think sure? You take the tortilla, put some cheese in it, <laughs> put it on the quesadilla press to melt the cheese, but then open it up and then fill it like a burrito. <laughs> what? They're not like shaking their head in horror. No. no. They will know what a quesadilla is. Cool. Um, but that means I have to like get in line and interact with a person to yes. construct my food. That's yes. a lot more difficult than clicking buttons and then showing up and saying i have an order for jesse and that is a lot easier to do it your way um the problem is is it's it's pretty close to where i am and i walk over there yeah um but it's like far enough that when i get there after walking i'm like i want to eat it yeah like right then if you eat it right then you got to walk back (laughs) yeah after a burrito yeah uh but actually what i did is uh i was so hungry that i ordered it and then i rode my bike over Mm mm-hmm picked it up and that only takes like two minutes to yeah. ride over um and i put the burrito in the water bottle cage that's a perfect spot for the burrito my bike uh and it fit perfectly and then i rode back with my burrito <laughs> in my like i have one water bottle in one cage and then and then you and have then a burrito, burrito in the other, the other. One. that's fantastic and I, I really i like the idea of actually doing that and like going for a bike ride yeah and, and then eating a burrito halfway through yeah like every couple well every couple minutes i'm like pulling a <laughs> bottle out and squirting some water in my mouth right so like i do that and just then take a bite of burrito bite a burrito squirt of water bite a burrito squirt of water every couple minutes it's perfect well you, like it's like you said you already keep tortillas in your back yeah i've i've brought tortillas uh with me i've made uh arepas and brought those with yeah. me in my jersey pocket but a burrito man that fits that fits perfect right in the ball cage like that's like an ad for Freebirds waiting to happen. <laughs> like a guy riding around his bicycle, but he's just got a burrito. Yeah, I'd be worried about toppings falling out if you had to unwrap it and eat as you go. Mm. And then when you well, when you get more than like halfway through, yeah, you're in you're trouble. in danger territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna you're gonna drop that burrito, man. I uh, I one time uh, I often bring bananas with me. If I have a banana and I'm sure. going for a bike ride, I'll put a banana in my jersey pocket. Yeah. Um, but one time I went for a ride and it was really hot out and really sunny out, and I put a banana in my jersey pocket, and then I forgot about it for like two hours, <laughs> and then I reached back and I was like, "Oh, I have a banana there," and like I pulled it out and it was like really hot. <laughs> And I, I don't know if you've ever eaten like a hot banana, but they are not. they are not meant to be hot. <laughs> Bananas are meant to be lukewarm. Or frozen and covered in chocolate. Or yes, yes, of course. Uh, but it was like really soft and very pungent. 
and it it was like mushy and like I took a couple bites and was like no I can't do this and then I, and I tossed it to the side but I imagine like a you know a burrito that would actually be a feature yeah like because the wrapped it's like a solar in, oven wrapped in foil it's going to keep it nice and warm through yeah. a couple hours of your bike ride that sounds like a plan Speaking of frozen bananas, uh, season five of Arrested Development confirmed. That's very exciting. Uh, that is exciting and nerve wracking a little bit. Yeah. Well, they said they're going to actually get all the cast together and like record it all at once this time. Yeah. As opposed to the slipshod haphazard way they had to do it last time. Right. And the 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 plot structure of the last season was due to their scheduling problems, right? Yes. Like they couldn't shoot it everyone. Normally, so yeah. yes. they came up with a plot structure to accommodate it. Yes. Yeah. Um that's promising. That's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I'll watch it. I'm yeah. I will have hopes for it to be good. Yeah, well as you shared, I know you're 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 more lukewarm on it now, which yeah. I, I understand and kind of feel the same way. Yeah. But I'll always I'll always watch more arrested development. Yeah. And uh, Thirty Rock. <laughs> and Thirty, 30 Rock. Rock. Still working on it. I think yeah. I just finished season four. Oh, good. Yeah. Good on you. Um, <laughs> someone uh, with the whole avocado toast yeah. controversy, someone tweeted the screen capture of, um, what's the mom's name in Arrested Development? Lucille Bluth. Lucille. Um, her famous... Uh, it's one banana. What could it cost? $10? $10? Yeah, it's, it's one house. What could it cost? Seven avocado toasts? <laughs> Yeah, one of my favorite uh, memes from a previous political race was Lucille Bluth pictures with quotes from Mitt Romney. Oh, just straight up Mitt Romney just quotes? Just Mitt Romney quotes on pictures oh, of Lucille Bluth. God. It was one of the uh, the best. Uh, uh, it included things like people don't just sit in their homes and die. <laughs> oh, no. Um, is Mitt Romney richer than Trump? Probably. I mean, well, like, is Mitt Romney richer than Trump claims he is? Probably not, but Trump claims he's got 90% of the money on the planet. <laughs> like, Mitt Romney's like a multi-billionaire, right? He's very rich, yeah. Okay. Um, and Trump says he's a billionaire. Yeah. But who knows? He's probably not. Um, are you familiar with the orb? I've seen the picture. Okay. Did Did anyone figure out what that what it is i'm sure someone knows i was just not interested enough to find out <laughs> really i was very interested yeah i saw a lot of pictures of a glowing orb and i did not and i saw a lot of jokes about it a lot of funny yeah. photoshops yeah. involving the glowing i saw orb. one with uh saruman i think that was my favorite yes that was very good yeah saruman is standing next to them and it just looks totally normal it's like <laughs> yeah yeah, this looks like a real photo. Yeah, I saw something that said it's ba it was basically the equivalent of like a ribbon cutting. Like it wasn't actually that weird. It just mm. it turned into a really weird picture. <laughs> yeah, there's like darkened space with this giant glowing yeah. orb in the center that they're putting their hands on. Um, that's a weird way to do a ribbon cutting. Yeah. I mean, I don't know Saudi culture I don't at either. all, but... I know there's things I don't like about it, but if it includes glowing orbs a Maybe lot, that sounds bad. pretty cool. <laughs> Maybe it's not all bad. Like women aren't allowed to own property, but you get to touch you glowing to, orbs. Well, if you're a man. Well. Yeah, which, I mean, at yeah. least I get to touch glowing orbs. Yeah. I can get you some glowing orbs, man, without <laughs> having to like embrace everything Saudi Arabia stands for. Do you have a guy? Do you have a glowing orb guy? Of course. Yeah. 
man, I could really use that kind of power, you know? <laughs> to have a glowing orb guy? No, the power of the orb oh, in yeah. my life. Yeah, I sure. feel like sometimes I wake up and I just don't feel like I can make it through the day. Yeah. Right? Well, like, you, know, you know what they say? The orb is the new pyramid. <laughs> Do they say that? Sure. <laughs> What's the pyramid? Well, it's the old orb. Oh, right, of course. So you used to, you know, used to put things inside pyramids to make them stronger. Oh, you're or the you talking about like the copper pyramid that yeah. you sit inside? Yeah, the of orb's the new pyramid, so that like mercury gives you powers. Sure. Yeah, but now you touch an orb and uh, yeah. the souls of it's way better. Yeah. Do you think it's souls that cause it to glow, or is it like uranium? I mean, souls, souls light. <laughs> They probably couldn't, didn't splurge on the real thing. Mm. It's a Souls-like substitute. I can't believe it's not Souls. can't believe <laughs> now, I'm looking at uh, one of my ceiling lights, and that could uh, almost be orbish. I mean, yeah, we could, we could take that down, put a flashlight in it, and make a mock-up of the orb photo. I should get an orb. <laughs> yeah, I feel, yeah. Like, imagine... Imagine how ready for your day you'd feel if you woke you get to up. Touch an orb. You woke up in the morning, like showered. You're groggy. You grab something for breakfast. You're trying to wake up with some coffee, but then before you walk out your door, you just the orb starts glowing, and yeah. you know it's ready to transmit its power uh -huh. into you. And you approach it carefully mm -hmm. and gently rest your hands on its warm, glowing surface, and you feel. Just waves of power sure. rushing into you. Now, my, my question is, is the orb meant to be a solo experience? Like, that might be too much for one human body. Uh, you have to spread that out. What you got to get, like, an orb collective where you have, like, a shared orb at work. Everyone can touch it, like, throughout the day. Mm, it's the new water cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you stand around the orb talking about the <laughs> latest episode of Twin Peaks. <laughs> Which sounds like an episode of Twin Peaks. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's standing around the orb and it's foggy. Yeah. <laughs> it's foggy in Twin Peaks a lot, isn't it? I, they're in the I, Northwest. And they are in the Northwest. I don't know. Where they, yeah, they're, north, they're by the Canadian border. I know There's that much. fur trees and mist. Yeah. And, and an orb. <laughs> I do want to see the new Twin Peaks. I'm very excited. Are you, are, you, are you a fan of the old Twin Peaks? I like the idea of the old Twin Peaks. But you haven't actually watched it? I've seen the first season and parts of the second. Mm hmm um, but I never finished it. And I like what I like about Twin Peaks is it is, it is weird, but it's also like just like a small town soap opera mm. and also like a high school teen drama. And also it's really weird. Um, and part of me is like, okay, that was like, it was early David Lynch. Like he'd done blue velvet, but not much else. I think at that point. Okay. Um, and they're like, okay, here's some money to make a TV show. But he also was like surrounded by, other people that made it more like normal and something that would air on ABC. It wasn't full David Lynch. Well, David Lynch wasn't full David Lynch back in the early nineties. Mm. Like you look at something like blue velvet compared to like Mulholland drive, his last film, which is like, I think I've seen Mulholland drive, <laughs> but did you really see it? It might've been a fever dream. <laughs> <laughs> did it, uh, was it just embedded into your memory via the orb? Quite possibly. <laughs> it's a weird movie. Mm. Um, and they, so... If anyone has an orb, it's David Lynch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? He's got like, an orb. Like, I feel like that's what the orb... 
I feel like I'm not supposed to use articles when referring to Orb. It's just, it's just Orb? It's just Orb. Okay. It's like Apple with their product names. Like, yeah. Like iPhone sold really great this year. Yeah. It's not or, the iPhone. Orb, orb imparted power orb to me. Orb imparted power Like to David, David Lynch, Lynch is David Lynch because he, he, he wakes up orb. every morning and he touches Orb. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but so for this revival or return or third season or whatever we want to call these things that happen. Netflix rising from the dead. Except it's not on Netflix. It's on Showtime. Oh, I thought it was Netflix. No. It's on Showtime and Hulu. So it started last night. Like last night was the season premiere. Hulu sent me an email at like seven o'clock last night. and was like, hey, 30 free, 30 day free trial of Showtime. Really? You know, Twin Peaks is back. Yep. (laughs) And I was like, damn it, Hulu. (laughs) I didn't do it yet, but I'm like, oh. It's like HBO does that when Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Free trials then. Yeah. It's like free trial for Showtime. I didn't make the connection. I've seen lots of people on uh, who I follow on Twitter talking about the new Twin Peaks. And I've also seen a lot of people on Twitter and it seemed to be very separate uh, complaining about Showtime related things. I didn't make the connection. It could be connected. Yeah. Uh, Everyone's mad at Showtime because they can't figure it out. They want to watch Twin Peaks. Uh, but so this new Twin Peaks is David Lynch and Mark Frost, who's the other cre- original creator, mm-hmm. basically given complete creative control. Like I'm pretty sure David Lynch has directed all 18 episodes or whatever it is. Wow. And so like whatever that is that is being created by David Lynch today. Mm-hmm has to be outrageous. Like, it doesn't matter if it's good or not. It has to be... Right. The most Lynchian thing ever. Right. <laughs> Full of orb, I'm sure. <laughs> and so I don't know what that is, but I'm kind of, like, fascinated to go experience it. Do you know if uh, if new Twin Peaks is something that non-old Twin Peaks viewers can appreciate? Because I've never seen an episode of Twin Peaks, and it never really interested me. Yeah, I don't know. But like, I love- I'm... I'm not real sure. Hmm. I'd love to see orb-influenced art. Uh, yeah. Twin Peaks is definitely in that realm. Yeah. David Lynch never... Uh, like, I, I always knew he was, like, weird and crazy, yeah. but I never... You ever watched a David Lynch film? Never watched a David Lynch thing. I mean, there's so many great ones. I don't think I've seen anything by him. Like, let's look at the things that David Lynch has created. Uh, 18 episodes of the recent Twin Peaks. Yep. No surprise. Um. Okay, these are short films. You've been making a lot of short films. Mm. Uh, let's go back to the beginning of his career. So, okay, he'd done some things. So, I think his first big one was Eraserhead. Is that where the person's head explodes? Is that the famous head explosion? No, that's Scanners. Scanners. No, Eraserhead... Why are those related in my brain? I can't describe any David Lynch movies. Like, I'm like, <laughs> Eraserhead is a movie? Yeah, give me the basic plot. It's, like, not possible. There's a guy who who looks like that. Mm-hmm. And there's a weird snake baby thing. <laughs> And there's a lot of weird noises. Interesting. <laughs> like this is how I describe a razor head. It's like it's like there's Do things happen? Probably. Okay. <laughs> like here's the weird snake baby thing. I'm in 
landscape. Is it like a cute snake, maybe? No. Mm. It is not a... uh, Oh, it's a snake baby, not a baby snake. Yeah, it's... Okay, now I don't want to see it. (laughs) Oh, I do not want to see that. (laughs) That is a snake baby. And it makes noises. Okay. It's a weird movie. Um, There's a dinner party. Okay. I remember that. Uh, Then he made Elephant Man and Dune. Um, Dune was his first big hit may not be the right word but like big <laughs> event film not a hit <laughs> but a very david lynchian film hmm. uh then i did blue velvet which uh famously started with a severed human ear being found in a field hmm. that was like the inciting incident uh then wild at heart which i haven't seen twin peaks uh he made the twin peaks movie twin peaks fire walk with me which is a prequel to the twin peaks series Interesting. And is probably weirder than Twin Peaks. <laughs> uh, Lost Highway, Mulholland Drive. That was really his last. He's not as made as many movies as I thought. He's done a lot of like shorts and weird things. Yeah. Oh, Inland Empire. That was his last movie. I don't think I've heard of that one. It's even weirder than Mulholland Drive. Here's how IMDb describes it. As an actress starts to adopt the persona of her character in a film, her wear, her world becomes nightmarish and surreal nice like that's here's a scene from it this is technically a scene within a scene i think that looks nightmarish and surreal yeah it's people standing awkwardly wearing those like donnie darko rabbit heads yeah yeah i forgot the empire existed that looks fun it's good i um yeah, that he's made a lot of short films. I um <clears throat> on Wednesday or Thursday, I think, I went yeah. to a showing of uh this like experimental film oh, cool. screening thing uh on somewhere on the east side where there's a bunch of weird people doing weird art things. Um it wasn't really in a movie theater as much as it was in an old um no longer used for this purpose uh but it was a large warehousey type building that used to be a sex toy factory that is now used for was it was it uh owned by uh the fleshlight folks because they're in austin i don't know okay and i didn't see anything fleshlight related Okay. Did you see other sex toy related things? No, but I was just told that that's what the building yeah. used to well, be. I could just tell you that for any building. <laughs> I mean, you know, this apartment used to be a sex toy factory, <laughs> but that's less believable than this like weird apartment doing a experimental film screening <laughs> late at night. We could do a weird experimental film screening. We'll get to the short films of David Lynch. <laughs> um, it's near. Uh, there's a coffee shop called Satan. Uh, like around the corner. Okay. It's, yeah, it's just in that area. Uh, it's the kind of place where there's a, there's a cat, like the, the building has a cat. Like okay. The gallery has a cat and there's yeah. a cat wandering around the stage and whatnot mm-hmm. during the thing. And this was like very experimental film. Yeah. Uh, this French guy like curated a couple different pieces of like French experimental filmmakers mm-hmm. that he knows. And 
there was a bunch of shorts all together. It was like an hour and 20 minutes or okay. something. But uh, to give you an example, like the first one, this guy shot a really long time lapse on 16 millimeter film of this uh, landscape somewhere in Africa. Okay. And that's as specific as he got. Okay. He was like, like in the description of the film, it you know it says like yeah. the, the length and the type of film and a couple of the details and, yeah. and then the location's always one of them and the location was Africa. Oh, cool. Yeah, nice. Like yeah. this is what Africa looks like. Sure. Um, so we shot this landscape, uh, this really long landscape shot, and then also buried a bunch of film in the ground in the, that spot. That he was filming and left it there for six months to degrade and then intercut that and like double expose them on top of each other and did weird negative okay. things and then just had this really horrible noise playing great um, on top of it. And it was like that for five minutes. So what you're looking at is a sen- you, it just looks like visual nonsense. Yeah. And audio nonsense yeah they go well together and it was an experimental film so it was by a french guy in africa it was probably a country that the french colonized a long time ago or something there's a few of those in seemed africa. like a very french uh way to view africa it yeah just to call it africa yeah it's that place um so that was weird uh it was a cool thing to experience yeah i don't know if i never again enjoyed it yeah um but it was something. Mm-hmm. David Lynch is probably a little better than that. Yeah. So I like the idea of films like that and things where it's like, we did this thing and here's the result of it. Uh-huh. The result is not usually as good as the idea itself. Yeah. Like you, you tell me that you buried film in the ground to let it degrade and we can watch it. I'm like, yeah, that seems cool. Yeah. I bet that looks neat. And that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. It looks like film that degraded. Yeah. It looks like nonsense. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those sort of edge cases of like, well, like I like the idea of doing a thing like that. Yeah. But the results are not going to be inherently palatable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the more interesting ones was um. the location was some, I think like a park in Paris. Uh and what made it interesting was it was shot using a like custom handmade lens okay on the camera which really heavily distorted the image and made it look um a lot of uh it was very warped like the shapes and everything yeah. got very distorted and it also made it look like you were seeing it like through water Mm-hmm. Almost as if like, like, you know, when you open your eyes, like in a pool mm-hmm. and the way that image is distorted, it yeah. was kind of like that. And then a lot of shape distortion too. Huh. And that was at least neat. Cause you could like kind of identify things yeah. a little bit, like a dog ran through and you were like, hey, that looks kind of like a dog. I think that was a dog. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, dogs. Everybody loves dogs. Yeah. But I mean, it's cool to like, like, it's very cool to like make your own lens and shoot. Yeah. Like with this cool lens you made by hand and then like you watch it and it's like, that looks weird. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I I would I I like the concepts. Like I'm, it's very conceptual. It's like that's a cool concept. I'm glad it exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's difficult to make that and then also make a good film out of it, or make make something that is appreciable and enjoyable, right? 
beyond the idea of it itself. Yeah. But that's kind of, it seems like that's what the whole point is, is just to yeah. show off your clever idea. Yeah. But you can't just like, you can't just get up in front of a crowd of people and be and like, say, this is a cool idea. Like, I think it would be really cool to bury film in the ground and then yeah. expose that. Yeah. Like you, people would be like, okay, do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Right? Like, come up with all the cool ideas you want. You can't just say your idea to have it be anything. Uh, I bet you can. That's, bet what, you can that's what writing is. <laughs> Probably why I'm a writer. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but, but there's something where you can just say cool things. <laughs> mm. uh, but these are the these are the kinds of activities that, that you do when you have an art girlfriend. <laughs> you have an art girlfriend. I have an art girlfriend. Who was like, "There's this experimental film showing, and it was gonna be really cool." So we went. It yeah, was did fine. she enjoy it? Uh, she more than you she understood it much better than me okay because she's a film major sure so she she like gets film criticism mm-hmm. and techniques and all that stuff whereas like i watched it with barely any context for yeah. knowing what i was looking at more versed in the in the language yeah so like she got it but because she understood it so much more she hated it a lot more than i did <laughs> I've experienced things like that. Like she had a lot of really specific problems with all of them. Whereas I was like, some of those were neat and some of those were annoying. Yeah. And overall I thought it was interesting. <laughs> and she's like pulling out all these like really, really specific things. Yeah. I've, I've definitely had that experience with like theater. Yeah. Cause like Amy and I both can speak theater. We know mm. it very well. She's got a PhD in it. I got a couple degrees that are almost useful. And so we go see theater and we definitely like can be very harsh critics because of that. Yeah. Because we speak the language and so we know what someone is attempting to do, what they're what they're what they're actually doing right. and how close or far they are from that mark or like what the deeper accomplishments are that they did instead of what they meant to do. So yeah. it was very clear they're trying to do this and we'll talk for like 30 minutes after a play about that. Right. Whereas I would I would go into a, a play and be like Okay, that was a cool story. Yeah. Like yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know it. Then it's okay. Enough. Yeah, and that's um, and I've gone to plays with people like that, and Amy and I will be like talking afterwards and be like, uh, "Hey, that's that. I, I thought it was cool." Yeah, <laughs> because it also sounds like very because we get like that, we we very get very nitpicky and pulling out and things. It can sound like we're very negative towards pieces, um, because we're talking about like we're we're being critical, right? Um, and other people are like, well, I, just, I thought it was fun. And you're like, cool. Like, you can think that, but like, here's why it should have been better. Right. But that's how you appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to, to pull those things apart. And then occasionally we'll go see a play that is just amazing and be like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was very good. <laughs> yeah. That, that was, those parts were good and that was good. <laughs> Because it's hard, it's harder to dissect a thing that works perfectly. Mm. There's something nice about, like my experience mm-hmm. uh, with this, like not having the knowledge, yeah, to to understand a, an art deeply. Because mm-hmm. I get to go to things and just be like, okay, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> um, like I went and saw, um, the Boston Ballet do the Nutcracker. Oh, cool! One year and yeah. like the uh and it was incredible like sure. 
I, I was blown away. Like the music was amazing. The mm-hmm. dancing was beautiful. Like everything about it was just amazing to me. Yeah. But I've never seen a ballet before. And I know, <laughs> and I like barely know anything about the Nutcracker. Yeah. So it was just this like brand new kind of experience for me. And it was amazing. And I'm sure there's people there who like go to the ballet all the time. Yeah. And were like, you know, like they were so much better last year. And I can't believe their Nutcracker did right the and, thing and this I one yeah. performer is making all these mistakes yeah, i can't speak to dance dance is a, is a blind spot for me yeah but yeah. i would like i had an amazing time seeing the nutcracker and i get to go have amazing time seeing all these things Other that things, i'm yeah. dumb about yeah but then i i don't know what are the things i have knowledge about i can go to like like music in yeah. a way like yeah I, you know music like i know more about like the live production of music sure. than the but that's that's Music something a lot of people don't have the language for. Yeah, but like I can, I can go to a concert and be like, "Oh my god, this is a shit show." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is fun in its own way sometimes. Yeah, assuming it's not like miserable. Yeah, but then everyone, a lot, everyone else is there and they're like, "I love this song." And yeah, they're just like dancing to the song. You're like the levels are all wrong. <laughs> they're lit poorly. Ugh, it's a it's a curse in some ways to oh, have yeah, yeah. To, be, to not be able to just dumbly enjoy something. Yeah, when everyone else is. Yeah. I don't know. There are certain things I can dumbly enjoy. I finished Survivor. I was watching the seasons of Survivor. Yeah. And I got to the end and like I I knew I was like the last three people, like the final three were all people I kind of hated. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know which one of these people I hate. I want to win. (laughs) And normally like there's there's the finale. They do the final vote. You find out who wins. And then there's like an hour or half hour long like reunion special, like live, like mm. right after they've announced it. So everybody's back. It's, you know, they're all like healthy looking again. <laughs> yeah. Showered. Yeah. Yeah. They look like humans. Wait, is the, even the final people, do the final people get yeah, a chance Yeah, they to, all, yeah. Because, okay. so the way the. Like the final the, episode is shot and produced and edited and then immediately after they air alive. Yeah. So what happens okay. is um, they do everything up to the final vote and the final vote is usually two, usually three sometimes two people and a jury of everybody they've kicked off so far mm. and the jury votes for who gets the million dollars mm-hmm. which is still one of the greatest like methods of like creating a game ever yeah it's like all these people that you've had some sort of hand in kicking off are now choosing to give you a million dollars mm. uh which is which is Delicious. Yeah, you have to get them off the island, but they but can't they still hate have you. to like you. Yeah, or Ooh. they have to hate you and respect you. Yeah, or at least to hate the other yeah. people more. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a really tricky game. That's very clever. It's it's amazing. Um, and so they have the final vote. So the jury goes. They vote. They write down the names. They put them in the box, and then they like keep the box locked from. I mean, the, I'm sure the producers like know who wins ahead of time, but basically, like. Yeah. And then nobody knows who wins. They shut down production on the island or wherever they're at. Wow. Move everything. So you have like two to three months of being like in the final three and not knowing if you've won. And like, so you leave the island, return to normal life for a while. Yeah. And you don't know if you won or not. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> I didn't know. I've never really watched Survivor. So I and didn't then you know go that. to the live finale, which airs at the end of the season. So like they, they, they show the full episode up until the vote. Yep. Um, and then Jeff Probst comes out and opens up the box and reads the votes in front of everybody and you find out who wins in front of a massive crowd and everybody cheers. 
Um, but this year, the person I hated probably the most won, mm. and so I like just turned it off. <laughs> so that that'll spurn from like I'm trying to learn to like mindlessly enjoy things, mm. and Survivor is like as close as I can get sometimes. Yeah, uh, sort of like yeah, it's it's cheesy reality TV, but uh, I got so mad that he won. <laughs> and this is a season from like seven years ago. Oh really? Yeah, are it was you, not like the recent season. Are you rewatching this? So I. I really love Survivor, but I don't often watch it because like I used to watch every season like from the very beginning, like mm-hmm. Richard Hatch's first year up until about season 10 or 12. Uh, and then I moved to like moved out of home. I was in college. It became much more difficult to watch these things. Mm-hmm. Um, streaming didn't really exist for a lot of that time period. Right. Uh, and even when st- streaming does exist, CBS <clears throat> makes it really hard to watch Survivor. They're the worst. Like you have to go to their website and watch their version of it. Especially if you want to watch it like recently. Mm-hmm. But I discovered that Hulu had like 15 back seasons on it recently. And so I was like, I'm going to watch some Survivor. Nice. And I was very excited. But it's still a really good show. So yeah, I was watching a season from 2007 maybe. Uh, and... Still mad about who won. <laughs> uh, talking about Survivor reminds me of the joke show on 30 Rock, Milf Island. Yeah. <laughs> Is it exactly what I expect it to be? It's Survivor, uh, but it's a bunch of MILFs and uh, like middle school aged boys <laughs> <laughs> on the island together. That's kind of funny. <laughs> the the boys made it funny. Yeah, like that's that's what made the joke work. Yeah, it's there's a there's an a, there's an episode of Thirty Rock where the season finale of MILF Island is happening. Okay, in universe, and the episode of Thirty Rock also takes the structure of a Survivor like ah, episode. Okay, where it's a it's a everyone's locked in a room together and they have to vote someone out yeah decide that you know who is the winner or the loser or something like that kind of thing but it's also they they play it off really nicely where like the tv's on in the background and And you're watching milf island happen yeah yeah that reminds me of um an actual tv show that existed which i think was called like forever eden or forever paradise or something like this Mm -hmm. uh that was one of the was one of there's now been a few shows that like start with the premise of this is a reality show that could run forever. Oh, like let's lock all these people away in some remote place with cameras. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Utopia was the most recent one that came out a couple years ago, um, which was a group of like seven people in a, a like farm. Yeah. And basically like locked in. Right. Um, like no voting out. No, <laughs> Just deal with Just it. Live forever for a year or whatever. Yeah, for a year minimum, and then we could go on forever. <clears throat> and Paradise Island, maybe that's what it was called. I don't know. I'm not sure. They, they all kind of run together. It's like let's take Survivor and put even more attractive people on it and encourage them to have sex. <laughs> uh, and it was a Fox show. I maybe there may be two of these. Like Paradise Island might be one. Forever Eden might have been another. Like that's <laughs> this could easily have been multiple shows. Um, and. Maybe it was Temptation Island. I think that's what it was. It was like, again, I'm just mixing all these up. It was like (laughs) couples going on to the sexy island. Mm. And there were lots of other sexy people there. Nice. And it's like, are you going to cheat on your sexy spouse for a million dollars? I think. 
cool yeah that's fox for you man that sounds close to milf island yeah like like that's what i'm saying like milf island's not far removed there's a from these shows there's a moment in this milf island episode this is one of like the best episodes of 30 rock okay um where in 30 in the 30 rock show something very dramatic happens and like the last shot before commercial is like a close-up of like Tina Fey's face or something yeah. and she makes a realization but you can see and hear the TV in the background yeah. and then the host of Milf Island goes like they're uh, they're doing the pausing and delaying before revealing the, sure, the, the final, the final winner and then like Liz's face is all dramatic and she makes the realization and then in the background you hear the host go and we'll be right back after these messages and then yeah, it cuts to it's, 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 it's good yeah it's, it's great good. it's good <laughs> um, the other great fake TV show in universe in 30 rock is uh bitch hunter <laughs> okay <laughs> which, which is a show that exists to make fun of uh how like like the the misogyny in television that like yeah. liz lemon is up against it's a it's a show starring will ferrell in the role of bitch hunter where he just apparently you only ever see like little stings yeah for the show but apparently he just like kicks down doors with guns and like hunts bitches <laughs> it's just it's just a lot of will ferrell kicking down doors holding guns wearing like a leather jacket okay <laughs> is it will ferrell as will ferrell no it's will ferrell as bitch hunter well like is is I'm, I'm making this more complex than it needs to be. Uh, is Will Ferrell playing himself playing Bitch Hunter, or is it Will Ferrell playing a different actor playing Bitch Hunter? Mm, I don't think we get that specific. Yeah, I'm less interested now. Because <laughs> I do really love it when characters play themselves. There's a lot of like celebrities act- there being are, themselves there are. in 30 Rock. Like Will Wheaton on Big Bang Theory is one of my favorite characters. He plays Will Wheaton. He plays, they call him Evil Will Wheaton in the scripts. <laughs> Because he's just a huge dick. That's pretty funny. Yeah. That's really funny. And you can tell he like loves playing that character. Yeah. Yeah, like he gets to be himself, but just an asshole. Yeah. Turned all the way up. Yeah. He's basically like Sheldon's nemesis. That's really funny. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a real good, it's a good part for him. Although he hasn't done much acting lately. He has, he's been uh, not getting roles. Too bad that's on uh, Big Bang Theory. I like Big Bang Theory. Yeah. That's where you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, probably. There we go. I like garbage. There's a garbage thing I like. There you Doesn't go. Yeah. You feel good. Yeah. You you have to say that you dumbly enjoy Big Bang Theory in order to. I think it's fun and silly. Yeah. You people can like what they like. Yeah. I think it's dumb. I like Big Bang Theory and silly, and I don't think it's funny. <laughs> um. I uh. I had an interesting dilemma yesterday. Okay. I. Ordered groceries via Instacart. Yeah. As I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was sitting at my computer doing some editing. Yeah. And time usually gets away from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, these groceries were set to deliver between 12 and 1. Okay. And I look at my clock and I'm like, oh, it's 1.30. Uh-oh. Weird. I don't remember my groceries delivering. Yeah. So I get up and I check and I like look outside the door. Like maybe, like I had headphones in, so maybe, yeah, maybe they, they, they knocked and I didn't hear, so yeah. they just left the bags at the door. Um, but I didn't get like any notifications like yeah. on my phone. Yeah, like, hey, your either. stuff. Um, but so there wasn't anything. Mm-hmm. And so I go to the Instagram website and look at my order status and it says they delivered. Uh-oh. And I was like, well, 
They did not. Somebody's got my groceries. I do not have groceries in my home or outside my door. Yeah. So I called them and they were like, oh, we're sorry about that. We don't know what happened at all. Yeah. Uh, but would you like us to re-deliver? So. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of amazing. Like in an hour, I had my groceries. That's good. Like someone went and chopped it again and, yeah. and re-delivered it, um, which was great. Kudos to Instacart for that. Um. And then an hour later, I got a call from my apartment office. <laughs> and they were like, hey, someone in a different building from yours. What? Got groceries and your name is on the bag. That's the wrong door. Do you want your groceries? <laughs> yeah. And the way, the way yeah. that my apartment numbers work. Yeah. I'm not going to say my apartment number on there. <laughs> is it's one, two, three, four. Five, six. But like if it was one, two, three, four. Yeah. Right. Um it would be that would be building one, floor two, apartment thirty four. Apartment thirty four. Okay. Um so like you can't put I can't put my address in in a form and have them go to the wrong building because it would be a completely different Because it's the number. only it's the only yeah. one. Like if my apartment number was one, two, three, four, they delivered groceries to a door that has like two two three four on it yeah you know what i mean yeah um so the office was like hey this other resident has your groceries do you want to go get them (laughs) and i was like well i have all my groceries now because they gave them to me i was like do i want double of everything and i feel like i made the wrong decision which is you didn't go get it i didn't Oh, because I was about to leave yeah. to go do something and I'll, and I didn't want to like go find this person <laughs> in their building and then lug these groceries back over. Yeah. And one of the things was ice cream. Ooh. And I'm pretty sure if it was like sitting outside their door for a while, it, was it melty. got real melty. Yeah. And like, but now I'm like, man, I could have had double everything. You could have had double ice cream. I feel like I should have just gone and gone through the trouble of getting it. I think you should have. But on the other hand, like, how cool would it be to just get someone's groceries misdelivered <laughs> to you and you just get a bunch of free groceries? I mean, assuming that you, you know, you do everything in your power to give them back to them. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But like, and they did, like yeah. they contacted the office to see if they could get me my, my groceries, which was great to them. But I was like, no, tell them to keep them. <laughs> Like it's all it's all the same to me. I yeah. didn't like pay more. For yeah, the, you know. So, um, I hope they like eating the foods that I eat because they got a bunch of free groceries. <laughs> yeah, they did. Um, have you ever found or like been in a situation like that where like someone's belonging came into your possession and you had to try to return it? I got an Amazon Prime Now delivery to my door like two weeks ago really so the inverse of kind of yeah but do. on the amazon prime delivery it says the address on the bag uh-huh and i could tell it was just like one floor up from me so mm-hmm. i just went upstairs and like i was like oh this is weird and i was walking up the stairs and my upstairs neighbor like opened her door looking for the groceries <laughs> um, and i was like are these yours you should have just pretended to be the prime delivery <laughs> i could <person>. have <laughs> um and she's like, yeah, I got a text message that said they were delivered and nobody knocked on my door. And I'm like, yeah, they came to my door. Yeah. So, yes. Anything good? You didn't I didn't open, open the bag. Ah, uh, could you could you tell, though? It was a pretty light bag. Hmm. So oh, I was not impressed. That's a bummer. 
Uh, we do get d- heavy things delivered through Prime now occasionally, like cat litter. Mm-hmm. I always feel a little bad ordering cat litter. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, well, but it just comes to my door. I have to get those kinds of things uh yeah, because you don't like have a car. Through Prime Now or through Instacart. Yeah. Um, because I've, and I've done this before. If I order cat food or cat litter just through Amazon, yeah, because it's a really heavy package. It's really expensive. It's really expensive to ship, so they ship it through the postal service. Ugh. Or like it's UPS transferred to the yeah. postal service, yeah. right? And the postal service is garbage. <laughs> and, they, and they destroy it. And they don't deliver it. Oh, they say, hey, like we can't deliver this package because they like won't leave it at my door. Or, like it doesn't fit in my mailbox. Yeah. Right. Like no shit. It doesn't fit in my mailbox. <laughs> it's a 40 pound box of cat litter. <laughs> so they so they leave a note on my door and they say, Just, hey, or in my mailbox and they say, hey, yeah. you have to go to the post office to and pick get this the up. Thing. And that's. Ooh. Puts me in the same exact situation as like you could just gone to the store, going to the store and doing it, which is not possible. Yes. So I, I actually like got in a fight with the post office a couple <laughs> weeks ago about cat food because I was out of cat food. And you need cat food. And I was like, listen, my cat's going to die if you don't deliver my cat food. <laughs> Did you say that to them? No, I didn't say that. But I told them that they were doing a very bad job. Yeah. And then that made them feel bad. And then they, I mean, I know what it's like it. when you're out of cat food. You saw yes, my Instagram story. I did see that ago. Instagram story. Is that your only Instagram story? Maybe uh, I've maybe done one or two since then. Your best one for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it's hard to top that. Mm. Did you save it? No. Ah, what a saga. Yeah. Um. When I was younger, I was in high school. Yeah. And I was doing a church project mm-hmm. um it was like a work day at church like cleaning up and organizing sure. and stuff so me and a couple of my friends it was like three of us boys and one of the and like one adult yeah uh we were setting up a bunch of like new computers and in some office in the church and we had to drive to some store to buy stuff yeah so we're all piled in a van driving down the highway mm-hmm. and Something hits the windshield, and we like, whoa, what was that? And then a bunch more pieces of paper start hitting the windshield. That's weird. And flying away, and the kid sitting in the front seat goes, oh my god, that's money. (laughs) (laughs) And so we pull over. Yeah. And three teenage boys jump out of a minivan <laughs> and start running up and down and across the highway collecting like 20s and 100s. What? That's outrageous. Yeah. Uh, we got like $600 yeah. or something. And then... I, I, I like walked down back like back down the highway along yeah. the side and there was a lot of stuff there and walked just a little bit too far because I walked all the way to the wallet. <laughs> <laughs> had to give it back. So we had like hundreds of dollars in cash. Yeah. Uh, and you know who the owner was. And then got the wallet. But I, I remember I remember seeing the wallet. And picking it up, and before I opened it, my friend was standing next to me, and he goes, "Just throw it, throw it back down. <laughs> Just throw it back down." It's a bad friend. And we were like doing a church thing, yeah. so it would have felt especially yeah. immoral. Because um, God sees you better at church. That's right. Um, 
So we opened the wallet and it was filled with credit cards and IDs and yeah, stuff. So we, uh, there wasn't any contact information in it though. No. So we went like back to uh, a computer. Yeah. I don't think any of us own smartphones and like looked up this guy and he turns out he owned a local like handmade toy store. Oh, cool. You could like go buy like, it was like a toy shop and yeah. he like made toys like trains and yeah. trucks and little puppets and stuff like that. Um, and like through his website, like we, we called his store, yeah, and he was and someone answered, and they were like, "Oh, he's like he's not in the store today," and like gave us his cell phone number, and oh, so wow. we called his phone, and it turns out he was like on a day trip with his family and left his had left it on top of the car, left it on top of his car, getting gas, yep, and drove down the highway, and whoop, there, there goes, goes all his money. So he came he came back to the church, and uh, I think left us with like a hundred bucks. Oh, that's still nice, which. Yeah just immediately became the church's yeah it's the church's money yeah it's the church's money it's god's money it's what god would want yeah it's the orb's money yeah sorry it's it's orb's orbs money money. (laughs) (laughs) but yeah man if i had just not walked like if i had just turned around five feet before we would have all pocketed a lot of money yeah but you did the right thing but turning around five feet before is not a wrong thing no but, but you still did the right but thing. But when we found the wallet, the right thing was done. Yeah. But I would have rather <laughs> not You'd rather found have li- the wallet. lived in ignorant sin. Yes. That's not a sin. <laughs> That's not immoral. It's just finding a bunch of money miraculously. That doesn't belong to you. But it belongs to you if you just find it <laughs> flying through the air. Because that's just how money happens sometimes. <laughs> it just like spawns in yeah. the air. Grows on trees. No one else pulled over, so we didn't have to like fight anybody. Well, that's for the good. Money. I'm glad you didn't have to fight anybody, which would have been fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was great to have like an adult like totally buy in. Yeah, you know what I mean. We were like, "It's money," and he like immediately <laughs> pulled it's over money. and was like, "Go, go, go, <laughs> go! Get that money. Put your lives at risk." He would have gone to jail if Had one you of died? us got hit by a yeah. car. <laughs> Absolutely. That is um, and rightfully so. Yes. Yes. That is. Uh, endangerment and reckless. Yeah, and it was a bad idea. The wrong thing to do with children. Yeah. Uh, but boy, was it fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun to run down the highway grabbing money out of the air. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never had to do that. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a silly thing. Yeah, that was good. Good times. I'd love to find more money someday. It'd be nice. Just finding it in places. I think Orb can give you money. Uh, worked for Donald Trump. <laughs> He's got all the money, right? Apparently. Melania, Melania, I think, just got like $100 million from Saudi Arabia to her like thing she runs. Really? Yeah. Like privately? It's like, like a, to her? It's probably like a foundation. Sure. But like she'll use that to like buy some gold chairs. Well, yeah, because she's right? a found, it's a it's a Trump foundation. It's a Trump owned foundation. That's how they do theirs. Unlike other foundations that are actually used for charitable good. Yeah, theirs is just like a bank account. Yeah. for them. That's how they treat it. Check it out. David Farenthold wrote about it. He's got lots of really long pieces in the Washington Post or yeah, Washington Post. He was the one who spent months and months trying to find anyone who said they'd ever received a donation from, from the, the Trump, Trump Foundation, Foundation, and he yeah. found one that got like ten dollars or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> might have been an accounting error. Yeah, 
I I uh, I remember following that during the yeah. campaign season. That Fahrenheit, was very enjoyable. I think is his name. He he got the Pulitzer for it. Something like that. Yeah, Fahrenheit. Yeah, go look up the guy who won the Pulitzer this year, <laughs> David Celsius. Yeah, David Celsius, centigrade. <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Kelvin. <laughs> I don't know the difference between cent- Celsius and centigrade. I don't know if there is a difference. I think it's uh, if you're a fancy person who wants to sound smart, you say centigrade. Oh, cool. Well, I'm definitely that, so centigrade. It's the same thing, right? Is it? I don't know. Like, I thought it was for years, but then I thought about it, and I was like, I don't know that I know that. Hmm. Like, I've always assumed it's the same thing, because they both start with C, and that's how we measure <laughs> But people, I hear people say, like, it's 20 degrees centigrade, and also people say it's 20 degrees Celsius. What if it's not the same, though? But, hmm. I don't know. I feel like I probably learned this in, like, AP chemistry or that something. That seems where you would learn something. I never took AP chemistry. But I don't remember. I remember learning about Kelvin. Yeah. Which is cool. Kelvin's the absolute scale. Yeah, it's the same same scale as Celsius just centigrade. It just starts at a different place. Yeah. Which is why I don't know why we don't all just use that. Because we use numbers that are relevant to our lives. Are you uh are you a uh Fahrenheit apologist? Probably. <laughs> I haven't thought about it much, but like uh, people like it's a thing people like to argue about, right? It is. Like which one's better? Yeah. And, Usually, people who argue for things in the metric system have the moral authority. It's almost yeah. always like better to use it a metric system. It usually makes more sense, yeah. But Celsius doesn't really make a lot of sense. It doesn't. Celsius doesn't benefit me because it is not a range of temperatures that I need to engage with. Mm. The water so, in your body does. Well, but the water in my body is never getting above boiling like it's never getting to 97 celsius just wait till orb has something to say about that <laughs> please don't pre-boil my organs orb but the the a scale in terms of like what i use temperature for the most which is what is it like outside mm-hmm. yeah what's the air temperature zero to 100 is a is like the typically zero to 100 fahrenheit is the range of temperatures that I experience the most often. Yeah. And for that, it is a pretty good system. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, the whole like zero degrees is really, really, really cold and 100 degrees is really, really, really hot. Yeah. But neither one will kill you. Yeah. And 50 degrees is comfy. Yeah. Like that is a reasonable system from for what I use temperature for. Yeah. Um, now, because I use things like measurement in a bunch of different ways because I like measurements of distance, for example, or mm. measurement of weight in a bunch of different ways. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I need to know the weights of like billions of things. Metric becomes vastly superior yeah, because it is a system that is, makes sense and it is cross compatible and I can do conversions from weight to distance. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and easily do those things. Mm-hmm. And metric by far is, is the better option there. But Celsius, like, does not translate well to my brain. Right. In the same way that Fahrenheit does. Because, yeah, it gets over 100. Yeah, it gets below zero. But, like, that general range is really useful for me knowing the weather. Right. I think the other place that I use temperature regularly, aside from air temperature touching my body, is, like, cooking or 
Sure. I guess baking. I don't think about like stovetop cooking in yeah, terms of no, temperatures. No. But yeah, baking. But yeah, baking, like you'd set your oven to whatever. Yeah. And I wonder if like Celsius would be more appropriate there. I don't know if it would be more or less appropriate. I don't I don't have like, like the, it, the temperatures we use now don't make sense. Yeah, like 350 is your standard oven temperature for most yeah. stuff. You can go higher for roasting things yeah. or whatever. But that number that that number doesn't matter. Like that like 350 you know, let's find out. Hey Siri, what's 350 degrees Fahrenheit in Celsius? Celsius. So 175, 200, like that's, yeah. those are all relatively close to each other. Yeah. That's not a better temperature. That doesn't make more sense to me. Yeah, you're right. And I guess because I, hopefully you're not feeling those temperatures. Yes. Right? Like it doesn't, they're just numbers then. Like they're not, yeah, it's I'm an not abstraction. I'm not experiencing them as temperatures. I'm experiencing them as just numbers. Yeah. On a display or yeah. a dial. If I could set the dial on my, you know, oven to cake. <laughs> yeah. And it was the right temperature for baking a cake. Or honestly, like, so my oven only ever gets set to 350, 400, 450, and 550. Yeah. 550 is like my pizza. pizza. Right. 350 standard and four and 450 for extra hot. other things. Yeah. If those were just four buttons. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Right? Like it would be, that would actually be better. <laughs> it would be just as useful. Low, low, medium, high medium, high, high. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Low, medium, high and pizza. Yeah. <laughs> low, medium, high pizza and orb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hot. Don't, don't turn it to orb. Don't touch orb. 